Welcome to episode 6 of the Cause Podcast. I'm your host, Yuri Andrashik. The topics that we have on today are the national anthem protests going on around the NFL in the wake of Donald Trump's comments regarding players kneeling during the national anthem, my take on the background behind these national anthem protests, and San Antonio Spurs head coach Greg Popovich commenting on the racial injustices going on in America, along with the seriousness of white privilege in America. So this past weekend in the NFL, we saw a lot more players kneel for the National Anthem than in the last year and the weeks prior to that. All because Don Trump came out on Friday basically saying that the NFL owners needed to fire those SOBs referring to NFL players, which I think are black NFL players in regards to them kneeling during the National Anthem. Look, we know this is one of the most ignorant comments Trump has made out of his whole entire presidency. And I'm glad NFL players are retaliating in the wake of his comments. But it's just it's just sad to me that a lot of these NFL players, they finally want to protest Donald Trump's comments, but no one wanted to kneel when Colin Kaepernick first started this last year. You know, we saw a lot of guys become afraid of losing endorsement deals, you know, partnerships with a lot of companies. And it's just like, my whole thing is, why is why should your job or endorsements be in jeopardy for for fighting for an amazing cause, fighting the injustice, the racial injustices that's going on in America, such as police brutality of African Americans and other minorities within this country? We're fighting for an amazing cause right now. The unity around the NFL this weekend was just phenomenal. But I I just want to see, I just want to understand: Do these players? Are a lot of these players just protesting because of what Donald Trump said about them being SOBs, or are they really backing up Colin Kaepernick and his message? I don't think it should have taken Donald Trump to get the message of what's going on. But overall, you know, it was it was just good to see NFL players locking arms. A lot of NFL players kneeling during the anthem, and you know, we saw a lot of boos from fan bases, including teams such as the Pittsburgh Steelers, in which I think they handled it the right way. They stayed in the locker room before the National Anthem started. And we saw one Pittsburgh Steeler, Alejandro Villanueva, come back for the start of the National Anthem, stood up and put his hand over his heart. And I guess because he served um, three military stations in Afghanistan, if I'm not mistaken. And so he basically came out saying that his views don't, they're not the same of the team saying they shouldn't bash the Steelers for staying inside the locker. But I'm just disappointed in um a lot of these NFL owners. They basically um a lot of them donated money to Donald Trump's campaign, and so the fact that they want to finally start kneeling during the national anthem and to show solidarity for their players is just hypocritical to me. Because you do you donated money to a white supremacist that got elected to office, and it just baffles me because. Once again, I know Atlanta Falcons owner Arthur Blank. He didn't donate a dime to Trump. We know how he feels about him. So it's basically like, are these owners really down with the cause? Or are they just doing it for PR stunts and ratings? Because racial inequality, you don't play around with things like that. You only toy around with that. And so one example was um, the Dallas Cowboys. Prior to their game versus the Arizona Cardinals yesterday night, Monday night football. Um, we saw owner Jerry Jones lock arms and kneel with the players. And it was before the National Anthem, which I thought was completely pointless. Because how are you going to show unity before the anthem instead of during the anthem? That's the whole point of these protesters, the protesting injustices, that this flag, um, the, the national anthem is tolerating, you know. 
And it's not even about the flag, really. It's just a, that's the only way to get these messages across is to kneel during the national anthem to show people how crucial of an issue that this racial inequality and police brutality towards African-Americans really are. So I thought the Dallas Cowboys, they could have done something huge, huge by kneeling, by, excuse me, by kneeling during the national anthem. And they do it before. So it just makes me really disappointed. I think it was a cowardly move on their part. I think the Cowboys just wanted to please their racist fan base and not to get anyone in an uproar. And so it just, I have no words for that. You plan all that, you plan all that execution of kneeling and locking arms before the anthem or to show solidarity, but it it, caught, it really surprised me because I thought it was during the anthem when I first saw it on Twitter, but then I saw, I looked up at my TV and saw the, the American flag coming out and I'm like, oh, okay, they did it before the anthem. And so my disappointment, it was really showed there. It's just, I can't believe the Cowboys did that. They, like I said, they had an amazing opportunity on that kind of stage. You know, they're labeled as America's team. And so, you know, I hope they bounce back next week and really, really show a message to America that this inequality going on in America is intolerable. And I encourage all the other NFL teams to take to continue taking a stand throughout the rest of the NFL season until true change is made in, in our country. And um, I'm really disappointed in another event that transpired in the wake of these protests this weekend. Um, linebacker Vaughn Miller, the Denver Broncos, he lost an endorsement deal with Phil Long dealerships in Denver, Colorado, after he kneeled during the, during the national anthem. And I'm extremely disappointed in that dealership because, you know, Von Miller, he's taking a stand against racial injustices going on in America. And basically what's going on with Phil Long dealerships, they still have this, they're still not listening like everyone else to what the message is really about. They still think all players are disrespecting the troops, intentionally disrespecting the anthem. When When these athletes are fighting for the racial inequality that's going on in America. Who are you to tell black athletes how to protest? You're not black in America, so how are you going to strip Von Miller of a dealership when it's for a good cause? The troops have nothing to do with this. Once again, it's just, it's just puzzling me that he got stripped of his dealership, excuse me, endorsement. And I know a lot of other athletes, they're going to get stripped of their endorsement deals for this too, because all because of a huge misconception of what this protest is about. And they ha- they came out saying they haven't, terminated the partnership with Miller but they're just pulling the commercial and it just it just baffles me man how are you gonna take away an endorsement from a star athlete who is fighting for an amazing cause and this this is no scrub okay this is a superstar linebacker Super Bowl champion and Von Miller who who uses his platform to address these issues going on in America and another another travesty that occurred over the weekend well, actually, today, Ray Lewis, he addressed the situation about him kneeling on both knees at the Baltimore Ravens game yesterday, prior, excuse me, during the national anthem. He was locked arms with players, both knees on the ground, and he came out on TV today saying that, you know, he was using both knees to actually pray. Is, is Ray serious right now? Look, this is one of the greatest NFL players of all time, future Hall of Famer, one of my NFL players, and he's been... He's been so off with this national anthem topic since since the summertime, where he said Colin Kaepernick shouldn't be doing that, and it just, man, it just, it's just sad to see a legend go like go out like that, say all those comments. You know, it just, I have no words to describe how he's handling. It. And I really want to commend um, Fox Sports One's Shannon Sharp, who's on the show undisputed for calling out Ray Lewis. That's his former teammate. They're good friends, and he addressed his wrongs and his faults for this. 
Ray Lewis said that he does too much with the military to kneel for the national anthem, kneel, kneel during the national anthem. Ray, you serious right now? I'm pretty sure a lot of the military servicemen and women know that the cause of Colin Kaepernick's protest and a lot of these other NFL players. They know Kaepernick and these players aren't trying to disrespect the flag. A lot of these servicemen and women I've seen on social media come out saying they support Colin Kaepernick and his cause and that everyone should be treated equally in America and that a lot of these bigots are just using the troops as an excuse to justify their patriotism as racism. And that's exactly what it is. So, you know, with me, I can't wait to tune in to Undisputed tomorrow morning to see how Shannon Sharp bounces back to reply to these comments. The point that Ray Lewis is missing is, look, we all salute the troops. We all salute the people who risk their lives to protect this great country. But what the point is, is that police and other law enforcement, they're not treating black people the way they should for other people. They're not handling situations well, traffic stops putting guns at African-Americans' heads in inappropriate situations. So kneeling during the, during the national anthem, that's, a, that's the big stage where everyone is watching. Everyone wants to show their patriotism there. So we're all showing our patriotism now in the fact that this is supposed to be one of the greatest countries in the world, right? Supposedly the greatest country. So why can't we exercise First Amendment rights, you know? Or, or does that just apply for white supremacists? Where's, where was the outrage when Dylan Roof, who murdered all those African-Americans in their church back in 2015, where's that backlash when a photo of him surfaced to him burning the American flag? Where's the outrage about that? And during the Civil Rights Movement, African-Americans, they held, they held American flags, and police would come up and snatch them away. What does America want? Before, they didn't want African-Americans uh, to be part of America and to show their patriotism, but now all of a sudden it's mandatory? I really want to use an example of this situation. You know, um, I was watching the NFL, you know, at the Twin Peaks restaurant here in Las Vegas on Sunday. And it was the, um, it was a Sunday night game, the Raiders versus Redskins, Sunday night football. And, um, a few of these people that were eating behind me, it was two older, I want to say 50 year old Caucasian men. They're basically talking about, players kneeling during the anthem and that they agreed with Donald Trump calling them SOBs and I couldn't help but shake my head and turn around every time they were making these comments and they knew I was turning around because of my disgust for what they were saying and you could tell they were biggest because when the intros were made when um when they're talking about Deshaun Jackson and the and the day that he had, they're basically saying, "Oh, look at all his tattoos and his name, Deshaun." Really, that's that's just the the white America that I'm protesting against and the white America that I refuse to be a part of, because they they're just they're the exact people who just need to admit that they don't like black people and keep it moving. Just admit that's why you don't like them kneeling for the national anthem. That's the, that's just what it is. You, you you don't love the flag. You just hate that, that black people aren't telling you they're not listening to what you're telling them to do. And the thing is, these white supremacists, they've gotten extremely bold in the way they've acted since Donald Trump won in November because they resonate with his bigoted and racist views and that made them even more comfortable to voice their bigoted views. I remember um a few Muslim students, they got bullied by a couple of white supremacists and I think it was a high school and that that just shows everything you need to know about what Donald Trump wants and want of what kind of America he wants. And I want to go to some comments that Senator Maxine Waters, a Democrat of California, made yesterday. She's on point with it that 
that Trump and his in his administration, their definition of making America great again is making it white again. And you saw uh, Mike Pence. He think he's the same guy who thinks you could electrocute people and not make them gay anymore. And they just hate what she said was what she also said was they hate the idea of diversity amongst government officials you know black senators in america holding high high political positions and she was extremely accurate right with that and just and that just makes him the worst president ever we saw that he has the lowest approval rating amongst any u.s president in the last 70 years along with the lowest rating of uniting america americans have said that He's done the worst job of uniting the country. And uh, honestly, to me, uh, America is more divided than, than ever. And it's all because of his white supremacist mentality. Once again, you're tuned into the Cause Podcast. Man, I just want to I just want to give a big shout out to San Antonio Spurs head coach Greg Popovich. This is a this is a guy who has always been vocal about racial issues, told it the way it is, has always acknowledged white privilege in America and how far ahead white people have always been ahead of other races in America. And he basically alluded to that at the NBA media day yesterday. You know, the media asked him about um, the anti-protests going on around pro sports, um, Trump's comments, and just the overall climate in America in regards to racial inequality. And basically he said... um, he said that white people, they, they've always had a start in America, a head start against everyone since birth. And he basically, um, he alluded to an analogy of starting at the, at the halfway mark of a, of a track meet. And that's how far ahead white people have to, to, how far they're ahead of everyone else in America. And it just shows that minorities, no matter how hard they work, they still got to work twice as hard to, to be in the position that white people are in America. And I agree, I agree with those statements 100%. And he also said there has to be an uncomfortable element to everything going on for for everything to change. You, you, white people in America have to be uncomfortable with the racial inequality going on, how Africans are mistreated by law enforcement and other government officials. Until then, we won't really see much change. We have to see star white athletes be vocal about these changes. You know, the like I said before, the Matt Ryans of the world, the Tom Brady's of the world, even major white athletes such as Dirk Nowitzki. And um, and also, you know, Kristaps Porzingis, you know, those type of athletes in the NBA and amongst other sports such as MLB. You know, MLB, it's a predominantly white um, pro sports league. And so seeing them really take the next step, it will be major. It will be a major step in, in the progress of making change. And I know he's not a white athlete, but um, big shout out to B- Bruce Maxwell, the Oakland A's this weekend, this past weekend for being the first uh, MLB player to kneel during the national anthem. Um, and they, actually, I saw, you know, a lot of his teammates didn't really have a problem with it. You know, I saw one teammate, they put his hand on his shoulder as he was kneeling during the anthem. And so baseball, it's, um, I think that's a, that's a, that's a pro sports week that could, it's a huge X factor in bringing about change because this was a sport that was segregated for a long time. And it took, it took Jackie Robinson to break the color barrier about, you know, um, I think almost 70 years ago and the, the amount of racism that he faced when he played baseball, it was just, it was just unreal. And it took, it took, um, Pee Wee Reese, his teammate during the a series against the Cincinnati Reds to basically put his arm around him and say he's a great man and to show baseball that, you know, they need black players and how, how great they could be on and off the field. 
And you know, with the Greg Popovich, I also want to commend the Golden State Warriors head coach Steve Kerr for um for basically being vocal about the injustices going on in America too. Back in November, he he expressed his his disappointment with his disappointment with Trump running the country. He said it was just a big reality show that we're living in, and that's basically what it is. Trump treats his presidency like a reality show. And um, going back to Greg Popovich, he basically said that we're the we're the embarrassment of the world right now. And sadly, you know, a lot of people are going to be mad about me agreeing with this and what Greg Popovich saying, but it's the truth. We have a white pre- a white supremacist in office that doesn't care about anyone but rich white conservatives that are bigots in America. This is the same guy who encouraged violence at his rallies, proposed a Muslim ban, which is completely absurd, along with the border wall between the United States and Mexico that he expected Mexico to pay for. So it, it just it just baffles me, man, what, what we're going through with Trump as president. We are in a big reality show. It's like one crazy episode of South Park that we're living in right now. And so, you know, big shout-out to head coach Curry and Popovich for addressing these issues. We need more head coaches around pro sports leagues and in the, and in the, in the college level to address these concerns and just basically tell everyone that this is an issue that shouldn't be taken lightly. These anthem protests are something that need to happen so that the message can be across. It's no disrespect to the troops, but it's the perfect state to address racial inequality in America and that black lives do matter. I'm Yuri Andrashuk. This was Episode 6 of the Cause Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs>